want to learn how you can get through any craving without giving into it, even if it's at night at the end of a long, stressful day. I've got a free audio training for you available at rashondiates.com slash cravings. Go now and download your free audio training at rashondiates.com slash cravings. Hi, welcome to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. I'm Rashonda Yates. I recovered from binge eating and lost 50 pounds and kept that off for two years. And now I'm sharing my stories so that you can end your binge eating once and for all. Today's episode is about what to do when all you want to do is stuff your face. What to do when a binge is all that's on your mind, that's all you want to do, and don't even want to stop. Have you ever felt like this? Um, Maybe you're stressed, maybe lonely, home alone, sad. Your partner said something that pissed you off or you just ate a meal that triggered this. I've personally binged for literally all of those reasons and then some. And today we're going to talk about the two reasons that you binge, that you want to binge and how to address them. This episode is brought to you by my three-part series, How to Stop a Binge Before It Starts. It's a video training that teaches you how to get through any craving without giving in so you can lose excess weight, have more energy, and eat healthy more effortlessly. I also share the four steps I used to get through cravings that helped me lose 50 pounds and keep it off for over two years. You can get access to all of that at free-videos.rashondayates.com. So there are two reasons that you want to binge. Number one, you have an urge to binge. And number two, your urge feels so powerful that it feels more important than anything else in the moment. And I'll explain why. Let's start with the first reason, which is you get the urge to binge. Now, another word for urge is simply craving. And you probably instantly know exactly what I mean by this that feeling when you just feel like you you need it in that moment, like nothing else will do. Nothing else will satisfy you. Nothing seems fulfilling enough. And it just feels like this overwhelming desire for food. And that's all you can think about. Maybe your mouth waters. Maybe you just become very narrow and contracted and focused. Um, you feel like just antsy and you just have to get it. Well, I found the work of Dr. Judson Brewer to be so helpful when it comes to understanding craving and its purpose. Yes, that's right. Craving actually has a purpose in our lives. We tend to think of it as the cause of things that we don't want to do. But it was actually set up biologically and evolutionarily to help us survive um, by helping us remember where food is and to also compel us to get up and go get the food for survival. And dopamine is a factor here. We think of dopamine as being like a pleasure chemical and we might say, oh, you know, if I eat cookies, I um, I get a hit of dopamine and, you know, it makes me feel better. And that's why I'm, you know, addicted to cookies. But really, it's a chemical of motivation. It causes us to take action. In this case, 
the action of getting food and lots of it. And a number of things are happening when a craving comes up or an urge. There's um, a process that we go through. It's basically how learning happens. Um, and it's a tr- there's a trigger, there's a behavior, and then there's reward. So let's break this apart in a real world example. Let's say that your partner says something snippy to you and that's the trigger. And then the, and so you feel stressed. Okay. Um, And then there's a behavior to go and get like a pint of ice cream or order a pizza. And then the reward is to feel better. And so this is just, you know, the cycle that sets up. You can think of this as a habit loop. Now the craving that gets introduced during this habit loop is brought on by the oldest part of our brain, that the part that was set up to help us um, remember where food was. So now on top of that, we have this other part of our brain called the prefrontal cortex, which is the newer part of our brain. It's also the weakest part. And this is the part that you would think of as being quote unquote you. And this part, the part that makes, um, you know, statements like, I'm going to quit binge eating or I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to go for a run every day this week. That part is the part that goes offline first whenever we are stressed. So what you really have here is a perfect storm that causes cravings to feel highly compelling and completely lowers your resolve to resist those cravings. And that is where that feeling comes where all you want to do is stuff your face. Okay. So let's talk about the second reason, right? With the first reason we talked about the urge. Now I want to talk about why that urge feels so powerful in the moment where it feels like it's the most important thing, not your weight loss goals or your health goals, not whatever project you were trying to get through. You may have had this feeling of wanting so badly to make a different choice and yet feel completely unmotivated to stop yourself from binging in that moment of a craving. So you might've started thinking things like, why can't I just stop? Or why don't I have more discipline? Do I not really want this? And things like that. All right, so, but if we look at what we talked about already earlier in this episode, the entire purpose of craving biologically is to compel us to move and to take some sort of action. And in this case, the action is the binging because that is what got set up um, through that process of learning that we talked about before. There was a trigger, there was a behavior and a war and reward. So binging at its core is essentially just a habit. It's a learned habit. So what we're trying to do is use the newest, weakest part of our brain to overcome something that's been set up by the oldest part of our brain. And this doesn't work because basically what we're trying to do is use our willpower. We're trying to just, and like in um, recovery circles, this is considered white knuckling. Um, it's that feeling of like trying to control something using all of your energy, all of your quote unquote discipline and control it. Um, and we run out. We, our willpower is finite. We lose it throughout the day with the tiniest of decisions, 
all of that is depleting our willpower over time. And so, you know, this feeling of like suddenly snapping and binging, um, you know, we, we get to a point where we just can't stop saying no because we're trying to rely on willpower. So what can we do about this? The one shift is this. Shift from resisting the urge to binge to allowing the urge to be there. So instead of fighting a craving when it comes on, try allowing it to be instead. How do we do that? You know, I want to say that it's totally normal, first of all, to try and resist it. Whenever we we know that there's something that we want to stop, then anything that pops up that kind of gets in the way of that, we naturally want to resist that. So if we want to stop binge eating when we have an urge to binge, of course, we want to resist it. Uh, And we don't recognize that when we're trying to resist it, we're actually making it stronger. We're actually adding fuel to the fire. We're actually making it harder to move past it. Have you ever heard this expression, what you resist persists? That is 100% true in this case. So how we res- how we don't resist, how we allow a craving to be is by actually relaxing into it. You're actually going to lean into the craving. You relax into it and you bring your awareness to it. Now, this technique that I am talking about right now is a smaller part of a larger process. It's called urge surfing. You can Google this or you can be taken through this process step by step in my free video series, How to Stop a Binge Before It Starts. Um, But that's what this is. This is part of urge surfing. Um, It's an ancient technology that's been used um by Buddhists for millennia um, that helps you to get through cravings without actually giving into them. This is how we can become able to just ride out any compelling feeling, any compelling drive, whether that's to snap at a partner or to stop working earlier than you planned, you know? This is such a powerful method to become aware of, to learn, to use, to practice every day. I practice it literally every single day. This episode of this podcast is actually the fourth episode that I recorded today. And I had to use this technique in order to help myself to stay with it and um, meet my goal of recording for a podcast episode. So I use it every single day throughout my life. All right. So when we decide we want to stop binge eating, here's what we normally do. When a craving comes up, we'll tell ourselves no in our heads. We try to bat away the thoughts of chocolate, ice cream, or cake. We just try to like hold out or quote unquote, fight the urge, try to resist it. But the problem with this repro- approach is I already said, we're trying to use willpower which is from the weaker part of our brain that runs out fast. The prefrontal cortex is knocked offline when we, and when we get stressed. And so we end up giving in, which is what we, we want to move past that. Right. Um, I've talked about in other episodes when knowing that you're going to binge again is something that might actually help you to start to be able to learn from your binges, have more curiosity. So I'm not talking about, never binging again, 
Um, That does work for some people, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. I want you to understand that what I'm talking about is to like, if you want to get through a binge, you can do it. And this is a way that you can do it. And not only do you get through a binge, I mean, get through a craving without binging, you will start to learn a lot of information that is in your body. There is so much information that is just in our body that we have numbed ourselves to. We've learned not to listen to that. And some of us, some of us can't even fathom what it's like to feel sensations in our body. And again, that is found in that series, um, how to stop a binge before it starts. But this is a place where this is the place where we start. We start by not fighting that urge. We start by just allowing it, seeing it for what it is. This is an urge and just allowing it to be there. When we fight the urge, we only do one thing. And that is we prolong our suffering. Because let's face it, when we fight it, eventually the binge happens. We may be able to resist a binge for that one moment or maybe for the rest of that day, but then we binge at night or then we get to the weekend and we binge. So all we're doing is like creating all of this unnecessary suffering when we're fighting it. But if we let go and allow it, and I feel like that is another thing that comes up again and again, letting go and allowing we allow that binge to, to be and just watch it. It comes and it goes. And then you're going to be amazed. You're going to be amazed by what you learn. You're going to be amazed at what you're able to do, what you're capable of. And you're just going to start to get a new story for yourself. And maybe that's the most empowering part of this entire thing. So if you think that you're stuck in this paradox of, you know, either I'm constantly obsessed about food or I'm binging, know that there is this third option available. That's neither of those. (laughs) It's a way forward that leads to actually freedom. And isn't that what we all want for ourselves is freedom. So let's recap all of this. All right, today we talked about what to do when all you want to do is stuff your face. And we talked about the two reasons why that happens. And the first reason was that you have the urge. And the second reason was basically, it's just, it feels so powerful. And that's because you you feel unmotivated to even stop it. It feels like the most, you feel more motivated to binge than not to binge. And we talked about why that happens. And we talked about the one shift that you can make from resisting an urge to allowing it and watch the urge happen. And eventually that urge passes. And so basically you ride that the wave of that urge to freedom. And again, you can check out that um, that series that I mentioned where I take you through exactly what we talked about in this episode, but I go more in depth to it and I walk you through it step-by-step at free-videos.rashondayates.com. And I will catch you next time on the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashandi Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on, an, on another episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashandi Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on, an, on another episode. Bye.